Welcome to RevMD, a podcast created for healthcare professionals by healthcare professionals. We will share tips on medical billing and coding, as well as workflow optimization to help practices succeed, thrive, and grow revenue. Welcome back to another week of the RevMD podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the 2023 E&M changes that are coming down the pipeline for the facility setting. So last week, we talked about facility billing and shared and split billing policies. We've even talked about incident two billing policies with regards to the clinic. So now we're going to talk a little bit about the E&M code changes that are coming down for 2023. And really what's going on here is they're trying to level out all of the E&M codes now in the facility setting, right? In 2021, the new E&M codes came down the pipeline with regards to time and MDMM so that you knew which level to code. Now we're going to have that same theme be transferred over into the facility setting. As you guys know, there was a huge change in 2021 with the outpatient clinic CPT codes for the E&M visit. So think codes 99201 through 99215. And for those E&M visits, coding takes place based on either total time or medical decision-making, also known as MDM. So this really eliminated the 1995-1997 requirements around patient history and physical exam for the purposes of coding obviously not from the clinical standpoint, right? So the 2023 CPT codes released are providing some additional revisions to the rest of the E&M code section. And that's really what we're going to highlight today is kind of review those at a very high level. I'll make sure to have a link in the notes so that you can go to the AMA uh, code revisions and even some uh, codes that you can upload into your EMR if they're not doing that for you. So AMA has now revised the CPT coding guidelines across basically all of those other care settings, which we'll go through one by one. So again, going to be very similar to what we're seeing in uh, what we saw released in 2021. So let's talk inpatient and observation care services first. So there was some deletion of certain Uh, observation CPT codes. So deletion of 99217 through 99220 and 99224 through 99226. Again, I'll put this in the show notes so that you guys um, have access to this specific article so you can see it. If you're listening and not able to take notes, don't worry. Uh, I'll have a link so you can take a look at everything. So they merged those codes, those direct or excuse me, those observation CPT codes with the existing hospital care CPT codes. So the 99221 through the 99223 and the 99221 through the 99233. And and then of course, 99238 through 99239. So there's also going to be some revisions of the code descriptors that account for how things are structured so that they're now going to take into account the total time or the level of medical decision-making in order to select a specific code level. And really the same general themes are going to be seen here that we see in the E&M coding for the office uh, or clinic setting. Now, there is going to be a retention of the revised observation and inpatient care services. So admit discharge CPTs um, are all going to Um, stay the same. Now, consultations. So 
There's going to be a retention of the consultation codes. There's going to have some editorial revisions with the code descriptions. There's going to be some deletions of certain uh, guidelines that were considered confusing by the AMA. And so things uh, that had included definitions around transfers of care, they're going to take away some of those. Um, and they're going to take away the lowest level office and inpatient consultation codes. So they're going to take away the 99241 and the 99251. So those are going to go away. And that really levels with the four levels of MDM that we see in the clinic setting where they got rid of that level one code on that side of the fence. So now for the ED department, there is going to be a retention of the existing principle that time cannot be used as a key criteria for code selection, which makes sense, right? We're in the ED. Um, Revisions of the code descriptions are going to be seen, which kind of go along with the same theme to change the code structure approved in the office visit revisions. And you're going to see some modified MDM levels to align with office visits and really maintain those MDM unique levels for each visits. But really the existing CPT codes are all going to stay the same. And there's going to be some updates to current practice that was not explicit in the CPT code set, which you'll notice. So really not a ton changing for the ED There is going to be the allowance of critical care to be reported in addition to ED service for clinical change, so that will uh, be allowed. Next is uh, the nursing facility setting. So there are going to be some revisions to the nursing facility guidelines with a new problem-addressed definition of multiple comorbidities requiring intensive management to be considered at the high level for initial nursing facility care. There is going to be a deletion of code 99318, which is your annual nursing facility assessment, which is going to be reported through all of the subsequent nursing facility care services. So that's going to be your 99307 through 99310 or your Medicare G codes. Um, There's also going to be an updated standard so that not all initial care codes are mandated comprehensive admission assessments, and they actually may be used by the consultants. Um, There's also going to be the allowance of the use of subsequent visit when the principal physician's team member performs care before the required comprehensive assessment. I'm not going to go into details on nursing. I'm just kind of highlighting some of the changes. And again, I'll, I'll share the link so you guys can dive into more details depending on your Uh, area that you guys are seeing patients in. There are some changes coming with regards to home and resident services. So there is the deletion of code 99334 through 99340, which is the rest home CPT codes, um, which have really now just been merged with some of the existing home visit CPT codes, which are those 99341 through 99350. And there's also going to be the elimination of the duplicate MDM level new patient code 99343. Now, prolonged services are going to have some changes. So there's going to be a deletion of the direct patient contact prolonged services. So 99354 through 99357, which will be reported either through the code created in 2021, which was that 99417, which is office prolonged service code, or the new inpatient or observation or nursing facility service codes, depending on the setting, right? So that starts with the 993 and then 
blank X O. So that depends, you know, on which setting you're in, inpatient observation or nursing facility, depending on what CBT code you're, you're using. They just all start with the 993. All right. So last in the prolonged services, there's going to be a new code, which is going to be analogous to the office visit prolonged services 99417. And that is going to be the code 993XO, again, which is going to depend on which area you are located in. Uh, The retention of 99358 and 99359. Also, the critical care codes So that's 99291 and 99292 were not impacted by any of the 2023 documentation guideline changes. So again, I know that's a lot of detail and your heads are probably spinning. So I'll put the show notes down in the bottom and links so that you guys can go and listen for yourself. So highlights are there are going to be some changes with some deletions of codes, some revisions of CPT code descriptions really to align the ENM coding standards that were released in 2021 for the office setting now in the inpatient observation consultation setting. So again, we're just kind of really getting that same general theme. And while I'm not going to go over all of that in detail today, I will highlight that really, you know, the 2021 go, uh, code changes for 99202 through 99215 really kind of put this in the two buckets, right? And if you haven't listened to our other podcast on this, please go find it. Um, The code changes were really total total time or the three MDM components. And that's going to help you decide which level of CPT code to bill for, for a patient visit. And so just to highlight again, those three MDM components, the first is number and complexity of problems addressed. And so this really isn't all about um, the additional workup planned or uh, a new problem to the examiner or anything to do with the history and physical. This really has to do less with numeric and more qualitative in terms of whether it's an acute, uncomplicated problem or acute illness with systemic symptoms or a chronic illness with severe exacerbation. So again, number and complexity of problems addressed is going to be one of those three MDM components. The second is going to be the amount and or complexity of the data that you've reviewed and analyzed. And this really has to do with reviewing each individual uh, test or lab or, you know, study that you have reviewed. And that's going to be uh, an important thing for you to track, as well as understanding, did you speak with an independent historian? Say you've got a pediatric patient, you've got mom and dad there and the patient can't actually give the history themselves or additional points for any tests that you considered, but you actually didn't order. So say you considered a pediatric head CT for a minor blunt injury, but you didn't actually order it, but you discussed it and had that conversation with the family, then you can count that as one of the data points that you reviewed or analyzed. And then the last MDM component is the risk of complications and or morbidity or mortality of patient management. And this is really still based on the previous table of risk with the highest element of risk prevailing for the level assigned, meaning at the moderate risk level and 
important changes that are coming down in 2023 include diagnosis and treatment that is significantly limited by social determinants of health and prescription drug management consideration. And the risk level is now given based on discussions regarding hospitalization or or escalation of care. And so the level of risk comes into play as you're treating the patient, managing the patient, and then you can use that as one of the potential components to grade your MDM component and then be able to determine which level can be assigned for that CPT. So beyond the new MDM table, other favorable 2023 things that are coming down include the final diagnosis for a condition does not in and of itself determine the complexity or risk as extensive evaluation, of course, may be required to reach the conclusion that the signs or symptoms do not represent a highly morbid condition. Meaning if you've got a patient and you're really concerned about, you know, you're looking at their differential diagnosis and you're really concerned about something that is high risk or something that is very complicated, but you don't actually have a diagnosis yet, you can still grade that as a level three or level four or level five, depending on all of the MDM categories, not just because you've actually diagnosed the patient, but because you're considering that as part of your diagnostic effort and you're working them up for that. And of course, multiple problems of a lower severity may inaccurate create a higher risk due to uh, interaction between those um, multiple lower severity problems. And then of course, ordering a test may include those considered, but not actually performed. So say, like I mentioned with the pediatric head CT, say you have a number of different tests that you are considering and you're discussing with the patient, but that you decide based on either lack of benefit or you know deciding to go a different direction diagnostically, that you're not ordering those tests that's okay. You can still consider them as something that you have reviewed and discussed with the patient or the family as part of that MDM categorization. So in total, there are 393 different changes coming down with the new CPT code set. There are going to be 225 new codes, 75 deletions, and 93 revisions. So it's important to take a look at these. I've just tried to highlight some of the major ones that are coming down. I'll put in the show notes some attachments to references that I used to create this today. And again, please take the time to review these, especially if you're seeing patients in the facility setting. If you're mainly in the office or outpatient clinic world, this may not apply as you went through major revisions through the 2021. But please take a look, make sure that you know what practice setting you're in and where the CPT codes may come into effect. And the reason I say that is because when you think about outpatient clinics, there are different designations for outpatient clinics, depending on where they are in terms of a campus. Are they really considered outpatient and uh, completely separate, or are they still connected to the hospital? And so you'll want to just make sure you're double checking with your billers and making sure that you guys are set to go for January, 2023. As always, Thanks for listening. This is a short episode. We'll have show notes below. So if you weren't able to take notes, that's totally fine. Just recognize 2023, E&M changes are coming down for facility settings. Take a look. And as always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others or leave us a review on the Apple Podcast website. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week.